And of course, I came to see you um, recently. How long ago was that? Was it last month? Oh, I think it was a couple of months ago. Was it a couple of months ago? And yeah, I mean, I wrote up the review, and I thought it was, it was, I mean, you were pretty damn spot on with, with things. I mean, we started off, didn't it? There was a couple of things that were. It's a, a bit miss, off. yeah. But yeah, um, and then I mean, the one that impressed me was when you mentioned about me writing a book, because you know I'm very logical-minded, okay. and I'd have thought, you know, there's, there's no way at 24 you'd have expected that I'd be writing a book. At no, all. but then I'm very—I I work on the logic as well. So if I put my logical thoughts into it, I get confused. So I have to try and switch off the the logical side because mm. you can't do that when you do this work yeah and i mean you know a lot a lot of people will um would have taken the misses and and take straight away you know dismiss the rest of it but the, but you know you got to understand i guess how the system works with mediumship because it's all about interpretation isn't it oh it is because sometimes we can say something and if we've misheard it in a slight way that person is not going to understand. So we need to keep it in their words and not try and put our own words into it. That's when that's when you can start to lose the link if you're putting in your own words. Right. Uh, so do you do you get um, signals through or um, voices through directly as if? Uh, I mean, I've never really understood do they come through your mind as like thoughts of your own or do they yes. come through audibly yeah it will right. or sometimes i do hear on the outside but very occasionally and that's usually if it's if it's going to be a message for myself i never trust but i will hear it on the outside which makes me turn around as though where did that come from so mm. but when we do mediumship it does come through our own thoughts but we have to work on the feelings. So we know that if we're bringing, if we're bringing through a gentleman, we suddenly feel like a gentleman. So we're not just working on the words that come into our mind. We're also working on the vibrations. On are we feminine? Are we masculine? Um, and we we just stay aware of how our body feels. So it's not just saying oh, I've got somebody in the spirit world, but I don't know who, because I find a lot of a lot of people will say that there's a gentleman and he loves you. Well, if I say, but can you tell me who the gentleman is? Oh, it's not important. That gives me alarm bells mm. because everybody has lost either a lady or a gentleman in the spirit world. So it, it is all built up on, on trust and it's not something, because I grew up seeing, hearing, feeling, but for many years I just pushed them away uh, because I thought I was a crazy one. Um, it was only until I was older and when I first went into a spiritualist church, I was able to see somebody else connecting with the spirit world and it was like I was getting the same information as what she was getting. And I thought, wow, somebody else can see, hear, feel and sense the same as me. And that's when I thought, you know what, I'm going to go more into this. Mm -hmm. 
So what was it when you um, when you first experienced this? If if it comes through mainly through your through your mind, how did you dis, uh, distinguish the difference between just your your thoughts and communication? Well, as I say, when I was young, it was impossible because it was way over my head. That's why I that's why I closed the door. But as I got older and I kept being told by other mediums, oh, you're going to be doing this work. And I thought, no, you tell that to everybody because I didn't trust too many people. So I decided that, okay, if I'm going to do this work, I want to I want to know more about it. And I said to my guides, if you're really up there, you need to teach me, you need to show me on how I can work with this. So I'd spent years on battling, whereas then it was like opening the door and saying, okay, I've got to trust, but I can't see these people around me. I'm talking about my guides. But through meditation, I started to give more of my trust to them. So I said, okay, if I if I'm going to be working with the spirit world, I need to know. I need to know how they pass. I want to feel. I want to sense. I want to taste. I want to hear. I want to. I want it all. And that was a pact I made with my guides. And it took me a long time. I've been reading for many years, but it was only until I thought, you know what? I feel as though I want to do this full time. That's when I went self-employed and I thought, right, okay, this is the time now that I'm really going to listen to them. Because when you sit down, it's almost like with a client, you have to take all your own worries, all your own thoughts, and just push them to the side of your head so that as you take that breath, you suddenly are not you, but you're there to just listen and observe of what the spirit world are giving to you. Because there's not two people that come in and you get exactly the same messages. Everybody is unique. And your experience with a medium or psychic is, you know, his, has got to be unique with you as well. So I just, it, I think, you know, basically it was just sitting there learning to listen, saying, and saying to them, I want this, I want that. And I always said, if I do this work for you, then you've got to give me as much as possible. And I think it took me quite a while before I realized that I couldn't just bring one person, I could bring many people through. So it was teaching me, don't just hold on to one person because there's a lot more people who are wanting to come through. Mm. And I noticed um, that when we had... Uh, our reading that it seemed that a, a few different people were coming through to you there that weren't associated with me at all but sometimes this happens and I, I I just have to give what I get because it can usually relate to somebody close around you and it's mm -hmm. only until somebody else will start talking about that subject and then all of a sudden you'll think oh my goodness yeah somebody has mentioned that name or that person but because it didn't make sense to you, it's because sometimes when people come, you if you're sitting there 
then you can be that light that is going to give that person a message. Hmm. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. It's always been peculiar to me, though, how these when the spirits come through, you would have thought that they'd they'd know whether the person would know them or not. And if if they come through and the person doesn't know them, and consequently, um, as a result, goes back and doesn't say anything, then it seems pretty pointless them coming through in the first place. Well, it's just a way of, if there's going to be a link, somebody else will jump in and say, look, I'm drawn to I'm drawn to your mum, this, this name is given, this is how they pass, and they'll go, no, I just don't know that person. And then when they let their mum or their dad listen to the recording and they go, oh, my God, I know exactly who that person is and I've been thinking about him. Well, my job is done. It's not as though it's an important message, but it's it's that person that comes. It's the link. So really their father has had a message from that person in, in the spirit world. And she, you know, she came back and she said, but I've never known him. And I said, it's not important. You mm. are the link. So again, most, it doesn't happen every time. But then again, we have to trust to give everything we, we give. We're not just randomly coming out with things and hoping it's going to fit. Because, you know, I have to say, sometimes, yes, I may get it wrong. You know, um, but we can never be 100%. Nothing in life is 100%. When we go for a reading, you, you know, you're asking somebody that, you know, is in the spirit world to get your life sorted. So they come for a reading, but what they have to understand is the spirit world will not tell them what to do. They can guide them. But they have no right to say, you must do this, you must do that, because they have to learn by experience. So all we're doing in is passing on, passing over guidance. That person has to take responsibility. If they see changes are coming up for that person, but that person is going, no, 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 I've been told it's going to happen. You know, I'm just going to sit here until it does. They've missed yeah. their chance. They've got to live their own life. And this is yeah. why we can give the spiritual guidance. And this can be on an emotional, on a physical level. We can help them understand so they can heal parts of their life. And it can help them to go forward. We're not doctors. But usually if I'm doing a reading, if I'm drawn to a physical problem with them, like a medical, I will then ask my guides, is it an emotional problem? Because the emotional side of somebody can really affect their physical body. Yeah. But can. I always say, no, I'm not a doctor, but if I'm drawn to a certain part of that body, I have to question, is it just purely medical or is it emotional? If it's emotional, we can work on that side of it. And it usually, working on the emotional side heals the physical side. Hmm. There is a lot more doctors now that are starting to, you know, starting to understand 
that spiritual aspect, especially on the healing side as well. Yeah, and it's certainly become a lot more, there's a lot more awareness about it these days. I mean, outside kind of the new age and all these kind of secular spiritualist religions that have popped up around people are starting to, it seems to get kind of the real aspect of it now how the mind emotion and body are linked absolutely because you know years ago the spiritual side you know we it was had to be kept quiet whereas now yeah. you can you see them being advertised as spiritual churches but oh. when you go to a spiritual church you're not having somebody standing up and saying, God tells you, you must do this. God says this. We yeah, learn no. by experience. So if we do wrong, we have to understand, you know, where we went wrong in our life. We're not saying, you must do this, you must do that. The spiritual way is learning by experience and improving your, your own mental uh, balance within your mind and your body you know mm. a, a spiritual person is not there to put somebody together but is there to help them live their lives to the best so we have no right to say you must do this and you must do that I wouldn't be doing this if it was a religion it's a no. way of life it is and unfortunately no, it's not one that's widely accepted no <laughs> no i can i can understand that it took me a long time to actually think you know am i doing this right but my pact with that with my guides was let me work from the heart if i'm not working from the heart take it away because mm. it's not all about money Yes, I'm I'm self-employed. I've made it in. Yes, it's a business. I don't like being it being called a business, but it helps me to help others. And as long as I get enough to pay my bills, I'm fine. I'm happy. And I always said the first day I got, I went self-employed. Give me enough so that I can I can live my life. Yeah, and, I mean. That, that's one thing that people always jump on that you know mediums always oh yeah charge you so but you think you know well yeah people have to survive you know money is an, an essential bills, thing you know we have our bills yeah. the same as everybody and you know so like i'm responsible for myself i don't have anyone who's paying my bills so to me it's like if they come to me i don't charge you know so like on what some of them do, I do feel as though my prices are reasonable. Hmm. But, and I've kept them, um, you know, I've kept, I don't swipe put them up every year. But I just think to myself, some of them will charge, you know, so like 85, 90, 100 pounds for 45 minutes. Yeah. And they're telling them, and they're working with cards, and they're telling them what they want to hear. Yeah, that's where you've you've got to have your guard up. I mean, I know some of these um, television mediums. I've had a look on their websites and things, and it, it's something. It's stupid, like six hundred dollars for an hour over the phone. I know, I know. I have Psychic <laughs> TV. Um, they've asked me twice to work for them, and twice I've said no because mm. at the end of the day, I can't work the way I work, and you know. 
because I know that you're only allowed to say, oh, I've got your mum in the spirit world, but you're not allowed to give any evidence. You can work on the psychic side. And I'm like, but some people want that evidence. They want the proof. Their loved ones are okay. They, they are watching over them. Yeah. Well, I mean, why else would you go? If, if you didn't want to know for certain that you're speaking to someone who's passed over, what's, what's the point? You might as well go to somebody who's going to tell you it's all going to be all right, who doesn't know the first thing about it, if you're Absolutely. just after comfort. And this is, a, you know, too many people don't know the difference between, you know, psychic, a psychic reading and a mediumship reading, because mm. it's two different vibrations. And I talk to a lot of, uh, I talk to a lot of other mediums. And when I touch on this subject, they go, what, what is the difference? I thought it was the same. Mm. And I'm appalled to think that they're doing this work and they don't even know what vibration they're working on. So I tell them the difference and I train others as well to understand the difference that, you know, a medium is a, a mediumship reading is all about the person in the spirit world. We can give the guidance of what's coming up. But first and foremost, you need to know who that person is, how they passed, what their character was. Was they grumpy? Was they a loving person? The more you talk about that person, the more you stay on the mediumship side. As soon as you drop down to the psychic, then you're on a different, you're on a different vibration. And this mm. is why a lot of people will say, yes, I'm a medium, but I work with cards. And I'm like, well, if you're a true medium, you wouldn't need cards. Cards no. are just a tool. And there's some great mediums out there, and there's some great psychics out there, you know, but there are some that I don't agree with. I've got to be yeah. honest, and I'm quite passionate on this because it's those people who don't really know what they're doing, and they jump on this band, you know, they jump on this pathway and say, well, I can earn a lot of money. Well, yeah. but it's almost like they're doing it just for the money. You mm. know, I, when I've had, my, I've had my own catering business, I've had my own bar in Spain, nothing fulfilled me. Everything I've done, I've been successful, but I got bored. Now, this work, I will never get bored. I've never turned around and said, oh, I want to do something else because it's helping people. It's not telling people how to live their lives. It's reminding them of they can listen to their own intuition if they can just calm their mind down because we're all very logical people. This is why meditation is very good.